This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you are flying through the air in an enclosed space with a bunch of strangers, you start to notice the gross habits that other people have. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer is uh, taking a nap. He did the morning show this morning. Holly and I are here with you until 3 o'clock. Yep. Um, but uh, Andy Richter saw somebody on an airplane doing something nasty, and we wanted to ask you, 651-641-1071, what's the nastiest thing you've ever seen someone do on an airplane? That's nasty. Nasty. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, Colleen, this is so disgusting. Inspired to talk about the nastiest things you've ever seen on an airplane. By the way, again, 651-641-1071 if you want to share something with us. Because over the weekend, comedian Andy Richter shared a photograph of somebody sitting in an airplane in the bulkhead with their bare feet pressed up against the wall on the TV screen. It is disgusting. Why do people think this is okay to do? He kept on asking this guy to put his feet down. He also asked a flight attendant to tell the guy to put his feet down. He said, put them down. The guy said he was shocked. And then he put them down. Then he decided to put them back up again. And apparently, Andy Richter's flight had to, uh, they had to get off the plane because of lightning. Oh, And then he said where this guy was putting his feet up oh, on the bulkhead that there were dirty toe smudges where his feet were. You could see the outline of this guy's big toe on the wall of the bulkhead in the airplane. That's nasty. That's nasty. And apparently the guy had no problem, did not see any problem with putting his bare feet. His dirty, nasty, bare her feet on the wall of a shared space. Oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the nastiest thing you've seen somebody do on an airplane? I will say, you know, it's the air travel is like a humbling experience, truly, in the sense that you are literally shoulder to shoulder with people flying through the air to, and you're like a captive audience, right? And people have weird habits. And you start to notice the habits of those around you when you are in such close quarters. And the one I've always been fascinated by is the parading of the bare feet above the waist area. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Parading the feet above the waist area. What I'm saying is parading your bare feet, like putting your bare feet up on the armrest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In front of you. Uh, 
putting your bare feet up on a seat next to you. Oh, it's nasty. That's so gross because here's the thing, Colleen. If you've got bare feet on an airplane, mm-hmm. the following has already happened. You decided to go to the airport without wearing any socks. Yep. You know what you have to do in order to get to the airplane when you enter the airport? You gotta go through TSA. Your bare, gross, nasty feet have crossed through the TSA cross point check. Your bare feet have been on that thing that scans your naked body. Yeah, and now you're trying to put it on my armrest. 651-641-1071. What's the nastiest thing you've seen someone do on an airplane? Now, I will confess to having worn sandals on an airplane before and possibly taking my foot out of the sandal and resting it atop the sandal uh, just because I like to have my piggy toes free. However, that's just not something you put um, in everybody else's grill. You're disgusting feet six five one six four one one oh seven one have you ever seen somebody do something so nasty on an airplane and what was it we've got nancy on the line hi nancy what's something nasty you've seen somebody do on an airplane well this woman was a bit drunk coming onto the plane she was on the window seat yeah my daughter was in the middle seat i was on the aisle she proceeded to take her bare feet out of her cowboy boots and rub her bare feet on my daughter's Lower legs. No! (laughs) And my daughter kept moving over towards me. She's practically sitting on me. And this woman just kept moving further and rubbing her feet. Oh, weird. Oh. See, that's... got got some more to drink and then fell asleep and did it some more. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? Oh, my goodness, (laughs) Nancy. I'm very sorry that that happened to your poor daughter. That is... How how we... How old was how old was your daughter? My daughter, gosh, probably 16, 16 oh, 17. My gosh. And she was so grossed out. Totally oh. mortified. Thank you, Nancy. Nancy, that's disgusting. I okay. get it. Who wears no socks or no barrier? In between your barefoot and a cowboy boot, like okay, that is just like moist, disgusting, blister city. No wonder she, she had to take her foot out of there. Oh, she probably had like weird, like foot cheese coming off of it. Oh, but see, this is the reason why, exactly why I have a hard time with um, when you have to split up and somebody's got to sit by a stranger because you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you get really lucky. And you get a really nice, kind person who's not disgusting. But sometimes you get the gal who's had way too much to drink and takes her sweaty foot out of her cowboy boot and rubs it on your daughter. I'm just saying that's apparently a thing I've just learned from Nancy. Uh, What's the nastiest thing you've ever seen on a flight? Let's go to Pam. Hi, Pam. What's the nastiest thing you've ever seen on an airplane? So I was also stuck in the middle seat. And I could hear this, like, clicking, like, click, 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 click. And I look over, and this woman is picking scabs <gasps> on her head. No! And, like, tick, tick, tick. You can hear it. And then she'd get a hold of it, pull it out through <gasps> her hair, and no. set it on her book. No! That's I can't even tell you. I was willing to pay hundreds of dollars to move anywhere so that I wasn't stuck next to her. That is absolutely nasty <laughs> oh Pam. I, Pam it was so bad I seriously if you know you try to make yourself small and move away and lean over and I, I literally there wasn't 
a spot on her body that didn't get picked and pulled out and set on her book. Unbelievable. Thank yeah. you for your call, Pam. I think. I'm going to say thank you, but that was disgusting. Let's go to Kate. Kate will have the final word. Hello, Kate. What was the nastiest thing you've ever seen on a flight? Oh, well, that's something I see regularly. I'm a flight attendant, but I see people trying to change their baby's diaper on the tray table that other people are going to later No! No, no, no. No, no, (laughs) and then no. That is disgusting. Kate. I know, I know. We try, we try oh. to catch them before they get going, but they seem to think that their baby is cute and so therefore has no disgusting terms. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Thank disgusting. you for sharing. That is gross. Your baby may be cute, but... No, your baby's... Nobody's baby is cute enough to have their bare butt on an <laughs> eating surface. I'm sorry. I'm not even oh, sorry. People don't be sorry. use your brains. My gosh. I'm sorry. It's so That's gross. gross. You know, I think that what we've learned uh, from this segment from Andy Richter, from our wonderful callers this afternoon, is that we all need to channel Naomi Campbell yeah. the next time that we fly. It was uh, recently revealed that Naomi Campbell wipes off the entire seat area. With a disinfectant wet nap. I'm going to start. I'm not even kidding you. I'm going to start doing it because I, I try not to think about that. But Skin then, flakes, foot cheese, uh, and baby poop. No, thank you. That's what you're sitting in. Okay, here's the it, final. I need to give you the final. You need a final thought This is from the you? final thought. Well, mm-hmm. this one came from Stephanie. She said, good afternoon. I was on an international flight and there was a woman sitting next to me that does not fly often. So she had a couple glasses of wine and a sleeping pill. And then she proceeded to polish her silverware. Excuse me. A little this? Yep. While she was touching me. (gasps) Needless to say, I stood in the aisle for four hours. Mm. That's disgusting. Well, okay. Okay. Um, Let's move on. Let's all just disinfect the the seats. I'm going to disinfect my ears right now and my eyeballs. Good idea. Because that was nasty. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrity image rehab 101. We're taking you to school. We're going to tell you about a couple of celebrities who are trying to rehab their image. And and we'll kind of try to get to the bottom of exactly why they might be doing it. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We've got a little celebrity image rehab. This is about optics 101. We are your professors, Colleen Lindstrom and Holly Roberts. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, show My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is uh, hopefully get, catching some Zs. He was up real early this morning on the morning show. Uh, Holly and I are here with you until 3. Hello. Uh, and we have a couple stories of celebrities who are trying to get us to see something that may or may not be actually going on. Mm-hmm. Illusions. Okay. Illusions, if, if you will. will. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little celebrity image rehab, Optics 101. Let's start with Kim Kardashian. Oh, the okay. o- one of the OGs yes. of celebrity image manipulation. Exactly. Uh, in fact, actually, her whole family is pretty masterful at it. But um, I thought this was really interesting. So this is uh, on a promo for the upcoming season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Uh, it shows Kim talking to Chloe. And uh, Kim kind of starts the conversation by saying, like, oh, I'm just so tired and I have to work all night. And oh. Chloe's like, by the way, when you realize that they're acting, and I'm putting that in loose quotes, it becomes so obvious how manufactured their conversations are for the reality show. 
And this is no different. So Kim, you know, is like, I'm just, this is going to be a really long night. I have to be up all night. And Chloe's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, she doesn't already oh, know. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing all night? Anyway. So Kim is basically like, she's like, I am going to do this thing with Paris Hilton. And Chloe's like, what? Weird. Because, you know, the two were feuding for a really long time. They were frenemies. Yeah, they were frenemies. Anyway, she's like, yeah, she's she was going to be in her music video. For the single that she put out now, it was a few months ago, um, called Best Friends Earth, Did we which ever get dropped that song? in May. Did we get it? What do you mean? Yeah, we we heard it. Yeah, we heard it because it's sort of like rappy. She's like, all the boys are looking at my best friends. Oh, yeah. yeah remember that now? Show how brilliant that song was. Really brilliant. I digress. Yeah. I mean, it's Paris Hilton. What do you expect? Anyway, so she so this came out last May or, you know, just a couple months ago. Uh, anyway, then Kim goes on to say um, that she she's like, I would do anything for her. She literally gave me my career. And I totally acknowledge that. It's like, I'm trying to get everything done before the Met Gala and everything done before the baby comes. So you'll remember the Met Gala happened where she wore a corset that crushed all of her innards. She literally, Kim Kardashian literally couldn't sit down yeah. in that corset. There's a video on the internet yeah. that proves that. Yes. And then also their baby Psalm was born uh, in that space of time. And she's like, I'm literally trying to get everything done, but I would drop it all for her because it's important for me to be loyal to people. She says of her friendship with Paris Hilton. Chloe, of course, said it will go a long way, meaning like basically you're doing the Lord's work by being in Paris's music video for her song. My best friend. Earth. Loyalty. Loyalty. Hmm. Now, what I think is really interesting is like the storyline of Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton's friendship in the last year has sort of cut like tiptoed to the fore a little bit. Meaning, Kim, like in the first, when I'm sorry, when she had her Christmas party, do you remember that where she flew in all the snow? Yes. There's like there was a video of her in Paris going down the snow hill. I kind of wonder now. I, the reason I'm tripping up a little bit is because at first I thought this was all about Kim sort of rehabbing her own image and look like trying to put out a look of gratitude. But I actually am wondering if this isn't Paris Hilton leveraging Kim Kardashian's celebrity a little bit to try to image to rehab her own image. I think that you're onto something there. Yeah, in as much as Paris Hilton is still a big celebrity across the world, you would still recognize her and she's very popular internationally. However, in order to start to get more exposure back here in the United States. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do? She needs to piggyback on Kim Kardashian and she actually has some collateral there because as Kim said, she really wouldn't have a career if it weren't for Paris. Exactly. So I'm wondering if Paris doesn't leverage that a little bit to say like, hey, I'll scratch your back a little bit. Will you scratch mine? We used to be a dynamic duo. We were like a dream team. Could we maybe do that a little bit more? Yeah, they probably have come to the point in their lives, Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian, both in their mid to late 30s. At this point, they've moved beyond the drama that was happening in the mid-2000s. Right. Kim Kardashian did get her start by being Paris Hilton's assistant slash closet organizer yeah. slash BFF on the red carpet way, way back in the day. Right. So that is true that, you know, but th- this whole, like, I owe her everything. Yeah. 
Okay, sure. I think it works for both of them. I think it works yeah. for Kim and it works for Paris. And so whether or not they're actually going to be friends, it certainly does uh, boost both of their careers a little bit for them to align. Of course. Yeah. Uh, there's some optics. other optics. Optics. Illusions. Illusions. Celebrity optics that we have to uh, talk about. We have to talk about Taylor Swift and uh, Joe Alwyn and this stupid stuff. Stupid's a harsh word, mm-hmm. but it is a story that use it, though. <laughs> it, it, it does an exclusive story published in page six this afternoon saying that Taylor Swift and her actor lover Joe Alwyn are getting serious to the point that Taylor Swift is looking to spend up to 30 million dollars on a new London love nest for the pair. This according to page six. And of course, there's a new song called Lover off the album of the same name, which by the way comes out later this month. It was released and allegedly the lyrics to that song are a love letter to Joe Alwyn. Now what this says to me, that's bogus. You know what Taylor Swift is doing? Her business manager said hey maybe you want to buy some london real estate and sink your money into that that's not a love nest yeah it's only a love nest in benefit for the sales of this upcoming album this upcoming album lover with the song lover that has people thinking that she's engaged to who joe alwyn Mm. interesting Hmm. well we're paying attention when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we've got some dumb people doing dumb things we call them on the MyTalk 1071 listener rewards. Enter to win a $250 back-to-school shopping spree, sunshade chairs, and Caribou Coffee gift cards. Get the app or stream online and get registered and see all the prizes in listener rewards on our app or at MyTalk1071.com. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast brought to you by the YMCA. Sunny, 81 today. Mostly clear, 64 tonight. Scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, 82 your high. Right now, 76 and sunny at the MyTalk Studios. I'm used to feeling that fever. We've got to tell you about some dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley Show. MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is taking a nap. He was on the morning show. He was up so early this morning. So Holly and I are here with you, and we want to tell you about some crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Crazy, stupid idiots. They are everywhere. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you are gazing in a mirror, there is not one locking eyes with you. Oftentimes, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. Florida. (sighs) We shan't be going to Florida yet. We are making a trip instead to New Jersey. Yay, New Jersey. That's where the stuff is in New Jersey. They got a turnpike and and other things. And And gardens. Jersey Shore. Okay, so uh, we're going to Woodbury, New Jersey, where a few weeks ago, 29-year-old Tyja Russell got real excited around 4 a.m. because a hot slice of man called her up and was like, hey, baby. Why don't you come over? Oh, need one of these? Mm, yeah, straight up booty call. 4 a.m. Oh, that is just a 4 a.m. booty call. Is That's, I mean, I don't, because by, I, like, aren't then you? Then it's the next day and uh-huh. it's the morning. And I'm already sleeping. Oh, I mean, man. I'm also like 42, so I'm probably not getting booty calls. <laughs> um. Anyway, 4 a.m. she got called to stop by. 
and brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah. She got to his house and she knocked on the door. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Tyja's like, I'm here. I came for the booty call. I'm, I'm ready to go. I, I, I answered. Re- I answered your booty call. I have readied myself, my mind, and my body. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. So once again, nothing. Mm-hmm. She called him from outside his house. She texted him from outside the house. Oh. Guess what happened? Did he just fall asleep? He fell asleep. He made the booty call, and then he fell asleep. And she showed up, and she was like, "I'm here. I came. I answered your call." I brought my booty. So you know what? She got mad. She was like, screw this. <laughs> well, I, I was ready. I mean, ready. Yeah. You don't call me, make me come over and then fall asleep. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's so frustrating enough when the person next to you does exactly. that. Exactly. Imagine leaving your house. Yes. And then having the person having to asleep. get dressed. I oh. mean, come on. Uh, so she did what. You know, the only thing really she could do in a situation like this, she went to a gas station nearby. She bought lighter fluid and matches. Uh Uh-huh. And then she went back to his house and set his door on fire so she could get in. Uh, That woke him up. So she could. She set the door on fire. the door of his apartment on fire. So that she could get in. So that she could get the booty call. You mean she didn't want to maybe break a window no, or she, pick a lock it or wasn't that go she wanted, around the back? I think at this point she didn't want to get in. She just wanted to ruin something. Okay. Uh, he had to jump out of a window to escape. He did go to the hospital with some burns and smoke inhalation. Some sick burns. Some sick burns. Um, anyway, she was arrested on several felony charges, including attempted homicide aggravated arson and aggravated assault oh honey it's not worth it it's not worth it It and this is where you just have to realize you know it's if somebody falls asleep the booty call wasn't going to be that good anyway that's really wise of you colleen i'm here for you so if you want to call someone for a booty call think about it for a couple minutes and then maybe just you know Take care and of if you business pa- yourself. And if you pass out during those two minutes, don't make the call. It just wasn't meant to it be. It wasn't meant to be. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry that his house Agreed. burned down. Me too. Uh, Colleen, let's go to Canada, A A A. We're going to... Mm, I don't know where we're going in uh, Canada. I don't know what... Uh, do they call them provinces? I think they're provinces, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to Cape Brenton University. Oh, alrighty then. And I only bring you this story because it's actually quite nasty and it's quite icky in uh, the allegations that are against this professor at Cape Brenton University. Ooh. But I just want to bring up the following. Okay. That there is a student who has finally made a complaint against a professor because of uh, sexual misconduct. That's serious, right? Okay, that is serious. But the student says that they wish that they had made a formal complaint three years ago against this professor because uh, the allegations are uh, of the following, but not limited to demanding the following from this person in exchange for better grades. Sex, Uh lobster, and moose meat. Excuse me? Moose meat. I, the Those only one the I got bar- was lobster, frankly. That's <laughs> the, the only one where I was like, lobster, sure. Those were the bargaining chips that this professor asked student Jess Hardy 
in order in exchange for good grades, sex, lobster, lobster and moose meat. meat. Wow. I'm just bringing you that simple headline. And that's a this weird crazy, trifecta. stupid idiot. Because there are a lot of serious things, but... You know, only in Canada yeah. can uh, the professor ask for a hunk of moose meat. In you know what is funny? For a bettering of your grade. I actually heard, you know, here in the States, in the lower 48 down here, we call surf and turf steak and lobster. I think Canadian surf and turf is moose and lobster. Good one. It's actually not true, but I'm, from now on, I'm calling it Canadian Surf and Turf. It is Canadian Surf and Turf. There you go. You know, just stop being creepy. If you're a teacher, that's nasty. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Do not engage with your students in a sexual manner. Exactly. And do not bargain for any kind of critter meat in exchange for the betterment of grades. Critter like that, meat. Critter meat. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, who knows? It, it, like, that's kind of like, I got two squirrels here. You want to give me a, no, you want to give me two points on that uh, special test there? No, thank you. No, I'm afraid and students, you know, it's back to school season right now. Yeah. You may be thinking that tip. you want to, it, it is a hot tip, <laughs> back to school season. You may want to negotiate with your professor, but don't do it using meat from various animals or just, sex or sex exactly yeah just uh you know how about just do the study. work just do the work what we're anyway. going for our final crazy stupid idiot we are headed to da, 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 florida <laughs> we're going to crestview florida to meet 20 year old hunter mills on thursday um he had his girlfriend come meet him near a construction company to have a serious discussion because that is what you do when you are experiencing troubles in your relationship. You meet on a neutral ground and that is typically near a construction zone. Uh, Anyway, the two got into a heated discussion about some uh, issues in their relationship. And when she refused to answer one of his questions, he decided to just shut the whole thing down. He was like, we're done. We're done. You won't answer my questions. We're done. I'm shutting this down. But he didn't just walk away. He didn't get in his car and walk away or walk away to his car and drive away. He didn't do any of that. What he did do is he climbed into a front end loader that was nearby the construction zone where they were having their very serious discussion. And he dumped a load of dirt on top of his girlfriend's car. Mm -mm. Her windows were open. Mm -mm. So dirt got inside the car. And this little uh, impulse control issue created $8,000 <gasps> worth of damage to her car. You know that was planned, Colleen. I mean... Like, you know that going to a construction site to have this conversation was totally planned. Um, can this- I also just say, ain't no way I'm going to a construction site to have a conversation with anybody because that is a good place to be buried. Thank you. That's not, you don't go talk about your relationship at a construction site. It's too easy to hide the body. You don't do that. Also, I have seen a film or two in my life, Colleen. Me too. Yeah, I've seen a few. And you know what? This made me immediately think of the scene in the movie 
Dick Tracy, where they take big lips and they put them in a box and then they pour cement over him Mm-mm. and then they let the thing dry and they sink it down into the water. That's no. what I was thinking. It's like there's too many hmm, ways to die at a construction exactly. site. Exactly. I not do safe. not think that that is where you have any kind of serious discussion that might go wrong. That's what I'm saying. It was probably planned that way. She ended up getting off easy then, in that case. I mean, not saying that the intent was murder no. here, but, you know, accidents happen. Exactly. But $8,000 in damage to her oh, vehicle. I'd be so mad. He, um, he did confess to dumping this dirt on her car. And claimed that he, quote, did this as an attempt to get the woman to leave him alone. <laughs> so he was arrested on felony criminal mischief charges. And um, he was released on a $1,000 bond. Bye. Bye. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show each and every day at 2.45, we play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Donnie is coming in to play The Throwback Live oh, on behalf of Bradley. Yep. I will be playing on behalf of myself. And Holly, it is your mission to come up with a really good category for the vintage audio we will listen to today on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.